Hi, I'm Joel from Strange Range, Michigan. The Sound of Young America is an independent production supported by listeners like you and me. If you'd like to donate to support the show, please visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. Live on tape from my house in Los Angeles, I'm Jesse Thorne, and this is The Sound of Young America from MaximumFun.org. Radio It's the sound of Young America. I'm Jesse Thorne. We're in the middle of running some of the performances and interviews we recorded during the Bumbershoot Music and Arts Festival in Seattle, Washington. On this podcast, The Human Giant, the sketch comedy trio was performing at the festival, and we were lucky enough to catch them for an impromptu performance and interview. We decided, frankly, that the performance didn't make that much sense in audio form. So here's the interview. Season two of The Human Giant is now completed on Music Television Network. Yeah, you're uh, very formal the way you say the entire name of that channel. Most people shorten music it. Music television. Yeah, it's they actually, use the acronym. Well, there's a public radio style guide. Most I'm people call it that to. channel with all the garbage on it. But, you're lucky uh, I don't have to refer you to refer to you as Mister something or other every time I refer <laughs> yeah, to you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jesse, for your audience out there, uh, they're probably very familiar with the Hills. And uh, we are kind of like the male version of the hills. Yeah, a lot of people look at us and they think that we are better looking than the people on the hills. They're like, we've had so much success following these hot girls. Let's find three attractive guys and do the same kind of show. That's what Human Giant is. So is that mostly on Human Giant? I've seen the show, but I, I guess I've forgotten this. It's mostly just you guys... Shopping, romantic, going to clubs. Yeah, we go uh, to clubs with girls with our friend Spencer and Heidi. (laughs) And yeah, we just talk about our lives. We We drive around. Yeah, you know, let's let's just get into a fight. You know what you did, Rob? What did I do? You know what you did? What did I do? You spread a nasty rumor about me. That's the kind of thing that you see on the show. Yeah. This is great. That was a, as good as The Hills or better. Yeah, that show is actually super popular. We went to the premiere <laughs> a couple weeks ago in Malibu. They did this live broadcast from the beach in Malibu. Three hours for Three a hours. show without commercials that's about ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and of that ten minutes, in one minute is something happening. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the, mo- the first five are a recap of what has already happened, and then the last two are a recap of what will happen. Yeah, there's also a couple minutes of promos before the commercials of Coming up something next. will happen. <laughs> well, they uh, they seemed really nice. We actually got to meet them, and uh, they seemed like nice people, um, but they they had no idea, of course, who we were. Well, I mean, Jesse, to be fair, we were totally out of place. We went to the Hills party, and the only people that at the Hills party were the people on the Hills, their immediate family, and us. Yeah. <laughs> And Joe Francis of Girls Gone Wild. Oh yeah, Joe Francis. For some reason, he was there. He's a quality human being. I thought he was in jail. We no no. This was my favorite thing. Uh, At one, we just thought this was so hilarious. We're totally out of place here. We're like, all right, let's take a picture with all the guys from the hills and Joe Francis. And Joe Francis goes, he goes, uh, hey, looks like we got a photo of the ten sleaziest guys on TV right here. It's like, speak for yourself, bro. (laughs) We're just doing comedy sketches. We're not ruining people's lives. But to be fair, I think Joe Francis was there on a work release program. It was right out of prison. That was his first stop. 
You think they would invite some of the other MTV stars to this event, uh, other than you, a, a Carson Daly, a Kennedy? <laughs> uh, some. Uh, <laughs> they wanted to get some. Matt, of the Matt fa- Pinfield was there. I rubbed his head. Adam Curry was there. Yeah. Martha Plimpton. All, all the families that have ever been on Date My Mom, they were all there. Michael all Jackson's Thriller video was there. <laughs> I love, like, when we were with those Hills people, like, I love acting like we're, like, best friends. Like, I always just, like, go up to him, like, all right, Whitney, I'll see you later. It's good seeing you again. She's like, all right, see you later. Yeah, they didn't know who we were. We, uh, someone introduced me to Audrina, and she goes, oh, what, what are you guys? And I said, oh, we do this show called Human Giant. It's also on MTV. And she was like, oh, I don't watch TV. And I said, well, you know you have a show that's on TV. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, well, they give me DVDs, and I just watch the DVDs of that. And then she crawled back down into this crab hole on the beach. <laughs> but it's a, good, it's a good chance. When you have your own television program, it's a good chance to meet both, not just people that you, and I'm putting words into your mouth here, despise, but also people that you admire. Like, for example, uh, Michael Williams, Omar from The Wire was, was on the pretty, show last awesome. year. Well, yeah, we've gotten some like really awesome guests, like Will Arnett from Arrested Development. He was on our show. Uh, Jonah Hill from Superbad. He was on our show. But for as many people who say yes, there's probably like triple the amount of people who say no. Yeah, yeah Usually people. the people that say yes are, you know, people like Will and Jonah, like we're all friends with them, like comedy community. Comedians are all friends with us, and they're down to do the show. The people we have trouble with is people like Vin Diesel. Yeah, real famous people like Vin Diesel. <laughs> we wanted Vin Diesel to do, to do this sketch in our show, and I don't know why. We still can't figure out why he said no. Let's see if you guys can figure this out. Um, the idea for the sketch was that there's a character called Osama Bin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically uh, Vin Diesel... And he just got bitten by a radioactive Osama bin Laden. So that's how he becomes Osama bin Diesel. And so he transforms into Osama bin Diesel. And so we go out to Vin Diesel and we're like, uh, we want him just to play Vin Diesel in a, like a 10-second flashback. Yeah, he would, yeah he's not even the main character in the sketch. So he's yeah. not, to be clear, he's not playing Osama bin Diesel. No, no, no. we have somebody else for that. Yeah, we got someone else. We got and, a good actor for that. We and, got a good and just, actor. And to be fair, and to be fair... Uh, we didn't want Vin Diesel to say any lines either. That, that was another... Yeah, because uh, when he opens his mouth, he kind of ruins everything. Yeah. So we figured, just kind of stand there. Oh, uh, what? Am I being harsh on Vin Diesel? Yeah. I'm sorry. You guys this, related uh, to Vin this Diesel? This is the Triple X fan club is out <laughs> yeah. here today. Chronicles actually, of Riddick Field they're Trip. They're all actually here. out here protesting Triple X2 State of the Union using Ice Cube instead of Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're, uh, they're here so, together. It's their meeting, monthly so, meeting about the cause. Yeah, he was basically going to be like kind of an extra in this sketch. So and you and you were disappointed by his reaction to this. Well, yeah, we sent him this. The we found out who his agent was because you got to go through their agents. You can't. We're not good enough to talk face to face with Vin Diesel like that. Just so you know, though, yeah, yeah. Vin.diesel at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> try that. Try that out. See if that works. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt at gmail.com. <laughs> um, so we sent the script to uh, to Vin Diesel, and then he talked to his agent very quickly and then his agent like it, it this literally happened in the course of five minutes i emailed it and we got an email back one line from his agent and he said sorry this one's not for the d's <laughs> wow i guess our script wasn't as funny as the pacifier <laughs> yeah he, he has very discerning tastes uh, I'm sure that he didn't. I'm sure the agent didn't even read the script it just is like osama bin diesel trash can there you go <laughs> 
Wait, is the words fast or furious in the title? Not interested. <laughs> Not going to do it. If it was Osama bin Fast and Furious, it'd be like, oh, what is this? It <laughs> yeah. sounds interesting. I'll do it. So, yeah. Chronicles of Osama bin Diesel. <laughs> he would have been in. He is, isn't he literally writing a sequel to Chronicles of Riddick? I believe he two is. Two sequels. Two! Uh, two. It's actually, they already made a prequel to Pitch Black, which was a Chronicles of Riddick, and now they're making two more because there's so many unanswered questions with that character. But the thing well, is, it's all, it takes him a long time because he writes in crayon, so it takes <laughs> a long time to... I don't know why you guys are so surprised. It's the Chronicles of Riddick, not the Chronicle of Riddick. So yeah. uh, There's plenty of more Chronicles to go. millions of them. We actually, when we were at the theater, oh, first of all, there's a Vin Diesel movie that came out this weekend called Babylon AD, and I read a review online, and this line apparently is in the movie, and it's the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. There's a line in the movie where he goes, uh, 20 years ago, I got in a lot of trouble for trying to put artificial intelligence into babies. <laughs> And he's the hero. That is, like, you're supposed to sympathize with that? Like, oh, oh, you've been shunned by the community. That's like a, that's like a Goebbels thing. They, they wouldn't let me do artificial intelligence, so I just used an iPod. All babies now have iPods implanted in their brains. And if you... Yeah, babies all have intelligence. Yeah, you don't need to put artificial intelligence in a baby. They've already come equipped. I wanted babies to know how to breastfeed. I tried to put robot parts in a robot. <laughs> that movie's going to be good, though. Babylon AD? Yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah. yeah. Sure, it'll be a fantastic piece of work. It's the sound of young America. I'm Jesse Thorne. My guests are MTV's The Human Giant. We'll have more from Bumbershoot in Seattle in just a moment. Production of The Sound of Young America is supported in part by Ask Metafilter. Thousands of life's little questions answered online at ask.metafilter.com. If you live in the Pacific Northwest and you love the sound of Young America, then frankly, there's no excuse to miss the sound of Young America at Sketchfest Seattle. It's Saturday, September 27th at 3 p.m. My guests will include Dan Savage of Savage Love. The festival is full of really wonderful and amazing programs, but mine's probably going to be the best. So go to sketchfest.org or brownpapertickets.com to get your tickets now. It's the Sound of Young America. I'm Jesse Thorne. My guests on this week's program, recorded live at the Bumbershoot Music and Arts Festival in Seattle, are the MTV sketch group, the Human Giant. Are you guys Are you guys having a good time at the at the Bumbershoot? We're all yeah, here. Yeah, you know Bumbershoot it's crazy. Music we actually can't festival. figure out what the deal is. Everyone is crazy nice here. Like I, no. I keep thinking that like I keep thinking that like I they know me from high school. Like I'll walk up to someone, they'll be like, "Hey," and I'm like, "Hey," and they're like, "Do you want some coffee?" I'm sure. And like everyone's just super nice. Yeah, people are so cool. Like uh, I was up on the Space Needle, and I was like, "Oh man, my favorite movie is Parallax View." When that guy gets tossed off the space needle, and someone's like, I'll do that for you right now. And he just jumped <laughs> off. I was like, wow, this is awesome. It was like watching the movie. It was great. We, Thank you, Seattle. Yeah, we tried to get backstage for Beck last night, and we don't we we're not very good at like BSing our way into things, but like we just told this guy, we we're like, Oh, uh, we're trying to go backstage, and he goes, Oh yeah, it's uh you can't go back there. And we go, Oh, well, we're supposed to go back there. And he goes, Oh, okay, come on back. <laughs> we actually did the encore. Uh, we did where it's at, and we did two turntables and a microphone. We just got up. I just told the drummer, I was like, actually, I'm supposed to do this one. And he's like, oh, all right, okay, got off sure. 
They left me. I'm, I'm kind of upset because they left me out in the grandstand. I didn't. I saw you out there. Yeah, I saw you up there. You were freezing. You, got, you were freezing cold. You look really stupid up there. All you got to do is ask, Jesse. All you got to do is ask. Yeah, you just got to tell him I'm supposed to be back. Now, can you guys explain? This is a Seattle thing I was trying to figure out. I was sitting in the grandstand during Band of Horses, and I see from behind a man. You know, you know how people sometimes will raise something in the air during a concert. Yeah, It'll like be a like, gun, a like a machine gun. Yeah, like a gun or a knife. <laughs> Um, one of those bombs with a wick coming out. <laughs> yeah, old-timey bomb. <laughs> yeah, that one, they use that one mostly if the concert is, uh, is like European banking leaders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seattle has the most uh, Molotov cocktails per capita, right? Yeah, <laughs> precisely. So somebody was holding up, a, and I couldn't only see the back, and I see this, the boards in a square, and I realize this is a painting. Like, no, somebody, some, often will someone will raise a sign or something. Someone has raised a, a, what appears to be an oil painting. And I'm, I can only see the back of it, the white, and I'm sitting there thinking, what, what would lead someone, what could this painting, of what could this painting be that it might be appropriate to raise during the Band of Horses concert? I'm thinking horses. Horses, for sure. Uh, the Band of Horses, maybe a rock guitar. Maybe it was just some trippy artwork, and he was trying to trip out the band. It was, uh, it was Bob Marley. What? what? It was Bob oh Marley. God. It was a painting of Bob Marley. He's always watching us. Even right now, he's watching us. He's right like now, Santa Claus. Yeah. yeah, I wonder if they got confused between maybe Band of Horses and Toots and the Maytals. Maybe. Did maybe. you get the sense that that person painted the painting of Bob Marley? Well, maybe they... Oh, do you think maybe they just spent a lot of money on it and they well, want to get some good use out of well, it? Well, I was thinking maybe they were, like, trying to auction it off. Like, hey, maybe look they, at what I made. Maybe know? they made it for a band of horses. So, like, I made this for you out of my hair. Here you yeah. go. <laughs> you know what? You guys can stop being jerks about it. I bought that and I was trying to make a statement. Where's Bob Marley at this festival? I wanted people to... You know, he hasn't been booked for years. <laughs> I, I've got oh, so Paul, many... Paul. What? We have some bad news. What? Uh, Bob, Bob Marley died. The CIA <laughs> gave him foot cancer. Okay, guys, stop the joke. Uh, no, whatever. no, yeah. Paul, yeah, Bob, Bob Marley died. Well, then how come I bought his album just the other day? Oh. Yeah, good it point. Has a point. Good point. There's a cover-up going on. Paul yeah. does listen to Legend every morning from 7 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. Hey, <laughs> Jesse, have you been up in one of the seaplanes? Does everyone here have their own seaplane, by the way? <laughs> that is the preferred method of travel here, right? Really People don't have cars, neat. they just have seaplanes. Yeah, That's we, what just, I heard. we just ate lunch at this restaurant on the water, and out of nowhere, like right on top of us, like a seaplane came right down in front of us. It was terrifying. I thought I was watching an episode of Tailspin. I thought I was... <laughs> But what is that for? Like, do, do you guys all have one? Is that like how you get around? Looking badass. That's what it's for, yeah. man. You, I, you know what it that. is? I think everyone who has a seaplane is just trying to be like a private detective, like Magnum or something around here. Yeah. <laughs> Solving crimes. It'd be I mean, a great it, way to meet girls. Be, oh, you got you to gotta come up in my seaplane at night when I'm drunk. You know, a lot of, I feel like a lot of people were laughing at Aziz for thinking that was an episode of Tailspin, but it was a bear flying the plane. To his credit, <laughs> it was a, bear. a bear was flying the plane. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much for uh, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the San Diego. Thank you so much for having us. you guys, the Human Giant, ladies and gentlemen. The Human Giant are Aziz Ansari, Rob Hubel, and Paul Shear. Filmmaker Jason Woliner is also a member of the Human Giant, although he wasn't there for the live shows or for our interview. 
You can see The Human Giant on music television from time to time. You can also buy the DVD of the first season of their series in stores everywhere. That's our time for another Sound of Young America program. I've been your host, Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. The show produced by Speaking Into Microphones. Our theme music written and performed by Dan Grayson with help from myself. Interstitial music provided by Dan Wally. Our intern is Casey O'Brien. Special thanks to Nick White, who edited, produced, and directed our shows at Bumbershoot. I hope you'll visit us online at MaximumFun.org. Check out our other shows. And hey, why not check out Max FunCon at MaxFunCon.com. Also, Seattle, I'll see you in a couple of weeks at the Seattle Sketchfest. I hope you've already got your tickets. And uh, all that having been said, uh, we'll see you later this week on The Sound of Young America from MaximumFun.org.